What's going on, everybody? I've got Professor EDC in the house tonight. How's it going, my friend? Ray, it's a pleasure to be here, and I'm, I'm doing great and very happy and yeah. a bit nervous. It's uh, okay. Very it's happy. Okay. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Ah, you got your coffee or wine? You got wine today. It's, uh, no, I don't drink. It's just oh. a bit of Coke. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's all good. So it's funny, actually, how we got to this point and we, we um, sort of got to doing this podcast, right? When you messaged me and I read it in the morning and you were like, hey, Ray, you mentioned that you're willing to help people out in the Lindy Lou and Richie B podcast. You know, you, you've helped out your girlfriend and things like that. I was almost 100% sure that you were going to ask to be on the show. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know, you know, because I didn't know a lot about you. And then when I said, sure, man, what did you have in mind? And when you asked me um, just a question about technology, like how to up your production value, I was like, this guy is an angel. Like, I want to talk to him because, you know, you turned out to be this completely other person. And then I kind of like looked you up and then, you know, I, I checked out your Instagram page and then I saw like Slicey Dicey mentioned you and I watched that video and, you know, he gave you like some praise and stuff. And then, you know, of course I trust Slicey, right? And that's yeah. how we got, we got to hear, man. I, you know, talking to you today, I got to know a little bit about you and I was like, this is a good dude, man. Like, I, I just want to have him on. So, you know, that's why we're doing this. So your Thank questions, you yeah, your questions were uh, basically, uh, um, how to up your production value with your channel, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm not uh, completely uh, computer literate, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. I know my way around basic things, but this whole thing of uh, internet is, is brand new. I mean, I started the channel around January or February from, from this year. You're doing and great. I, and it's been doing good, surprisingly good. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got uh, a, a lot of uh, critiques in the beginning because mm -hmm. I, I'm doing this uh, Spanish and English thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And well, it's 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 been working, so uh, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. But I didn't know, um, and and since you mentioned it in in that episode with uh, Lindy Lou and Richie, um, I thought well. Maybe Ray can, can give me a hand with, with uh, a few of the, of the things that he knows. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, it's my setup, aside from the podcasting setup, which I actually bought piece by piece, right? Uh, it's very simple. Um, I think the only thing that I have, uh, the only thing that I spent a lot of time on is the audio. And when I do, you know, the triple camera unboxings or anything like that, I focused on the audio so much because I hated the sound of my own voice when I recorded it, right? Yeah. So I did a lot of research. I watched so much different kinds of YouTube. I watched people, video gamers that stream on Twitch, how they edit their voice. I listened to photographers, cinematographers, how they do it. I listened to all these people, people that podcast, what they use. Um, that's how I got into listening to a lot of these comedians um, on their podcast. And that's how this whole thing was born. I was like, I want to do what they do for the knife community. I want to be funny. I want to be relaxed. I want to talk to all these knife people. But 
Um, that's and really you do the only. Great. You oh, do thank great, you man. so much, man. I'm trying my best, you know, because like, but I, I actually love doing it. This is my favorite thing to do. It's to meet people in the community who I wouldn't be able to interact with in New York City because there's not really a lot of us around here. You know what I mean? And now look at us. I mean, I'm in, in Mexico and yeah. you're in, in New York City. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's amazing because um, uh, recent followers or, or subscribers, they are from Argentina yeah. and from, from Spain and from Ireland. You know, I was, I yeah. was chatting with, with Patty yesterday. Yeah. Oh, he's a great guy. With Steven. Uh, from Patty's Potato Peelers, mm -hmm. I was I was talking on the phone yesterday morning, and and it's just amazing. We just met and, yeah. and started uh, messaging each other, and then mm -hmm. he said, "Hey, um, let me give you a call because this is very interesting." And he called me, and we we were <laughs> talking like uh, for about an hour or so. Yeah. yeah, Patty is so. You know what's crazy? I don't know if you watched the episode that I uh, recorded with Patty. Yeah, but Patty is very dear to me because he was around when I first started the channel and I was going through a lot of personal stuff and he would just like week after week, he would just check in on me. He would be like, Hey buddy, you know, you didn't put up a video this week. We miss you. Like, how are you doing? And I was like, man, that's like, you know, I don't even know this guy that well. And uh, he's just such a nice dude. And I, I've met a lot of people that are just really cool in this community. And that's what's kept me here, you know, and I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, I, I, maybe it's a bold goal, but I want to just connect us even, uh, connect us together even more, you know, like put, put a personality to this person that the audience is watching every week, you know, so. I, it's, it's amazing the, the connections, you know, because, well, first of all, uh, Stephen, Patty, he's, he's a gentleman, you know, he's, he's just a gentleman and, and, and I love him to death. He's, he's such a nice, nice person. And uh, I've been watching him for a long time. In, in, mo in most cases, uh, I am like a silent sub. So I, I watched many, <laughs> many people for a yeah. long time. Uh, mm -hmm. Nick Shabazz, he's one of my, uh, the people that got me into all of this. Same. And I, I watched him and, and Pete from Cedric and Ada. Cedric and Ada, oh, it's amazing. Uh, I watched them silently, and mm -hmm. from time to time, I would post a, a, a comment uh, thanking them for their honesty and for and the good review that mm -hmm. they did. Yep. And little by little, you know, I started like, getting the hang of all of this thing in YouTube mm -hmm. because I, I would just uh, watch videos uh, to learn. Yeah. And didn't didn't enter this um, uh, relationships. Yeah. that I think you and I have, uh, like many others, have these connections and uh, we move in the same circle, I think. Yes. You know, there's uh, Brian's Slicey Dicey and then there's yeah. Complex. complex. Oh, Metal Complex, yeah. man. Yeah. He gave me a big shout out and I thank yeah. him a lot, like uh, Slicey Dicey with... With, yeah. uh, with that channels uh, to watch, right? Exactly. You know what's crazy? Is Slicey Dicey did the same for me. When I was like 500 subs in and, you know, let me ask you something. Cause I ask a lot of the YouTube um, knife, knife content creators about this. Do you ever have days where you are wondering why you do it? Or like, should you stop doing it? 
Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> I do, I, today was one of those days. You know what's crazy? It's today. I don't know why. I don't even, I don't even know. I, I guess I'm going to mention it. So today, something weird happened where I had a strange interaction with someone I'm usually really close with. And I know that he, w- he didn't mean anything bad by this, right? And for some reason, I focused on this one negative thing all day because it made me feel weird, right? Um, you know, I feed off the energy of my community, uh-huh. uh, which, which actually I think is a vulnerability. Not, I'm not being pompous. What I mean is I have to take into consideration what people like, but I can't get high off the positivity. You know what I'm saying? Because if you do that, if someone does something that shouldn't matter, it's going to affect you in a negative way. Like, you know, I, I, w- I was feeling so weird all day. And, and, you know, with this podcast, I was like, oh, man, you know, I wonder if we're going to get along. I mean, right now you're doing wonderfully, by the way. So you could relax right now. This is really good. But, you know, that's one thing I was thinking a lot about today. And today I was really thinking like, man, why am I doing this? And like, uh, I think it's because I did a lot of work this week. I recorded a podcast with Kelly for my Patreon. That takes a lot of editing. And um, I was just like, man, why am I doing this? You know, like I spend like 40 plus hours a week on, on you know, creating content for YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm doing Instagram reels now. And, and it's just like, you know, why am I doing it? And, and you know I what? Like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Doing this podcast right now, this podcast we're recording right now, this is why I do it. Like the way I'm feeling right now, like interacting with you, like a person who's probably going to be a buddy of mine that shares in this passion uh, into this hobby is why I do this YouTube stuff. Man, I, 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 I totally agree with you. And I freaking love, love uh, the connections that, that uh, I've made um, from people who I, I never knew anything about. And they started uh, messaging me and you know, I almost at least once a week I, I have a conversation with a Spanish guy, yeah, um, who who also loves blades and all, and and we talk about blades and 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 about our lives. Yeah. And what you tell me right now is, um, well, you know, I, I'm a lot into psychology and and philosophy, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen my my Sunday series. It's called. It it's called bladeosophy. Okay. So taking blades and philosophy. And um, I try to blend those in and, and follow certain, uh, certain rules and certain ideas of philosophy. For example, right now we are going over uh, Miyamoto Musashi's uh, oh, The Book I... of Five Rings. What's the opening line of that book? So I take, <laughs> I take a, 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 few, a few phrases mm-hmm. And then analyze them, relating them to to blades. Yeah. And yeah. well, that's that's a bit of what we do on Sunday in in English and in Spanish. Yeah. And what you were mentioning right now um, about I say that because I love psychology and philosophy. Are you are you um, uh, did you study that? I was gonna ask. You know, this is a good time to interject why the name professor edc and i was like is this guy like a teacher or, professor uh, or something or and, and that's yeah. i was going to precisely i was going to do a, a, an episode on that because a, a a few people asked me hey but who's professor edc <laughs> we want to know yeah and 
Well, no, I studied um, modern languages. Oh, that's amazing. That's so cool, dude. And then um, I worked as a translator and in academic fields and an English teacher. Then I, I became a Montessori guide. Yeah. And Is that like I, uh, in, for Catholics, Catholic priests or something? Montessori is... No, Montessori is, is, is a... Um, how do you say? Because in the Philippines, I've heard that word many times. Um, uh, and it, it always has to do with Catholicism because the Philippines is like a very Catholic country. Yeah. And, uh, that's where I heard that word. It's a system of education, basically. Yeah. I, 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 okay. I, I don't know how to translate the, yeah. the word. It doesn't come to mind right now. Mm -hmm. But it's a very special uh, system of, of education. And I know why. I know why I think that now. Most cat, most, um, almost every school in the Philippines is Catholic, and that's where I heard that word because they use the same system of education. Because in the Philippines, um, we were colonized by J Japan, Spain, and America. So, like our culture takes a lot of uh, Hispanic uh, influences, and that's where we get those words. Like my last name is Sarion, and that sounds very Spanish, but it's I'm Filipino. You know, I'm, that's. I'm yeah, that's what that it sounds, is. It sounds also French. Yeah, Sarion, or, you know, I have, like, cousins named Gutierrez, last name, you know, things like that. So there's a lot of that, you know. So, yeah, keep going with your story. Sorry, I just, I have ADHD. Okay. So I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I've, I've done everything um, from, you know, in my, in my beautiful youth days, uh, uh -huh. I, I worked a bit as a model, and, wow, <laughs> incredible, but, man. But then um, I, I have also been an immigrant mm -hmm. uh, in the United States and in yep. Spain. Yep. So I've been, um, how do you say, a, a, a worker, a masonry, a mason. Is, mason, is it, is it a mason. Yes, is it a mason? mason? Yeah, like a stonemason yeah. or something? You're exactly. building stuff? Okay, exactly. got it, got it. I was it. A, a, a helper um, mm -hmm. of a mason. And also a, a lumberjack. Wow. Uh, assistant, <laughs> assistant of a lumberjack. Wow, that's so, so cool. Well-traveled. Um, well, I did many things in, in my life and ended up working with children and teaching children about uh, bushcraft and ecology. What? And that's awesome. Yeah, it, it's, it really Dude. is. It's uh, one of the things that I enjoy mo most in my life. Um, right now, with all this COVID thing, well, um, around 70% of the teachers in Mexico of private schools were fired. Oh, so I, I, was one, I was one of those. Mm -hmm. So, and right now I'm dedicating myself uh, to, I, I started a small business of straps, leather straps. Okay. Um, and What's the name of that? Uh, are, are you able to order through Instagram or anything like that or? Not yet. It, it has okay. been, I, I've been doing it um, uh, in, through the YouTube channel mm -hmm. and through WhatsApp, you know. Um, WhatsApp, yeah, yeah, yeah. Message me and I, and I uh, ship it, ship okay. the, the swaps. So yeah. far, it's, um, I'm working only in Mexico and hopefully, because I, I, I got a contract with a European brand mm -hmm. of uh, um, diamond pastes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be uh, their 
distributor here in America. Okay. So hope that goes goes well, and hopefully I'll, I'll be back to teaching children. And it's one because my classroom is the outdoors, and and um, from teaching them how to how to do a fire mm-hmm. to uh, natural construction, yeah, and medicinal plants, and uh, teaching oh, them how man. to use how to use a knife, yeah. you know. So it's it's elementary school and. And um, in this overprotective and um, overprotective world, yeah, and over oversensitive world, yeah, we we have taken away um, skills that are so important uh, mm-hmm. for children. Yep. And um, if if you if you saw how um, they start learning from first grade to sixth grade and the things they are able to do with a knife uh, with responsibility. It's, it's yeah. just amazing. Um, That's incredible, man. And I totally agree with you on that. It's like, I grew up in a third world country. I didn't come here till I was seven years old, right? So I was in the Philippines in the eighties, man. And um, the way we played was we played outside, you know? It's like when there would be a blackout, right? when the electricity would, would, would cut off, which sometimes happens, you know, it happens often in a third world country. When that happens in like my neighborhood, we all go outside, we play tag, we try to, you know, spook each other. And like, they, these are the kind of like social skills that aren't, um, you know, aren't available to the kids today, I feel. Even when I came to America, we were playing outside all the time. So all the things that you described to me, bushcrafting, learning about that stuff, man, when me, when my girl and I are like just sitting at home watching Netflix, we're watching Naked and Afraid, that show alone, like all this like wilderness, being in the woods kind of stuff. Um, it's funny that we live here in New York City, but our dream home would, is basically either we step outside and it's like a beach or we step outside and it's wilderness. But I'm a city boy. But I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I grew up in my teenage years to adult years as a city boy, but I came from the countryside in the Philippines. So it's like I'm yearning to go back to that, but I'm stuck here right now. So, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, mean, I, was a, I was a city rat all my mm-hmm. life. Um, yeah. I was born in Mexico City, one of mm-hmm. the biggest cities in the world, yep. and then lived, lived for a long time in, in California. And... Um, just city and city and city. And it, it was very recently that, well, recently, 20 years ago, that I moved uh, to the province here in Mexico. Yeah. And um, I, together with my best friend, we started a, a foundation. Is it foundation? Yeah, it could be a foundation. Is that for the children that you were talking about? Exactly. Yeah. So we took, we took um, first world education to the children uh, in the... In the in the mountains. Yeah. Also, like a rural area. That's exactly. inspiring, man. That's very inspiring. That that's really amazing. And and there, that's where I got all my all my my well, before before I continue my first love. Yeah. For uh, folding knives. Yeah. Yeah. How did you was, go into that? That was my next question. It was uh, um, full tang knives. Yeah. That's from uh, uh, Essie. This is uh, this is a Benchmade Puko. Oh, okay, okay. The, the two hundred Puko. Oh, wow. This is in in three uh, B. And so, 
nice um knives were my my first love before folding folding knives so it's like fixed blades right exactly fixed blades fixed blades were my my first love here this we have is, a what's that um a, a bark river scandy oh, i've heard that name bark river many times i'm not a big fixed blade guy but i'm starting to see the beauty in them Oh um, man! People have been sending me like fixed blades. Like I, I'm not gonna bring this around around in New York City, but I like just love. I love. I love like the handles, you know, like the leather sheath, and and it's just a beautiful, like art piece almost that I just keep on my desk right now. Um, I'm gonna have to return this soon. I kind of don't want to, but <laughs> but this is this is a Skagel knives. I forgot which one it is, but just beautiful, man. You know, that's how I feel about fixed blades right now. And what you can do with a fixed blade is 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 just uh, a whole lot more than with a folding knife. I feel like you I know? don't have to worry as much if this exactly. is going to cave in on me. That's how I feel when I hold one. You know, even a solid folder, like a cold steel or whatever it is, like I still have that fear a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, cold cold steels are are wonderful, and yeah, um, there's the record one. With, oh, Recon 1, Recon 1, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is Recon yeah. 1, um, Clip Point. Yep. Man, these guys, this knife is so freaking comfortable. Um, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's just yeah. awesome how comfortable it is. Uh, not a lot, not enough recognition to these guys, but uh, yeah. uh, uh, Cold Steel has never failed me. Yeah, I always felt that whether it was a Cold Steel mini tough light or a cold steel voyager xl tanto you know which i've had both uh it's so sturdy they're so sturdy i've never felt yeah. like i had to worry about it you know but I, it, because it's a folder i still have a little bit of that fear you know what i mean with a fixed blade i feel like i could hack away at stuff and like i don't totally. you know, yeah that's the totally. thing the bad thing is you can't carry um, I used to, I used to be able to, when, when I, um, here the law says uh, that as long as you have uh, a valid excuse to carry a knife, you are able to, as long as you're not taking it out in the, <laughs> you know, and swinging yeah. it the yeah, street, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are able to carry a knife no matter what size. So you can be carrying a machete, yeah. you know. If or, you're working out somewhere, right? If you're working exactly, somewhere. Exactly. If you have a valid excuse, I could be uh, carrying this. Yeah. Kukri. And uh, I would have no, no problems with that. Kukri, right? Kukri? Yeah, it's a, it's okay. a kukri. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, but now, now I'm, I, I'm um, unemployed as a matter, well, in, in matters of education. Um, yeah. Right now, we're, we're not working. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that valid excuse. <laughs> yeah. In New York City, I even if is if it is within the city limits, uh, I may still get tackled by the police. That's how wild it is out here, man. It's just pretty wild out here. Um, the knife laws are so are in such a gray area that uh -huh. you always have to have that fear. So whenever I'm on the subway, I never carry it on the pocket clip. I always keep it in my pocket. And um, the only time I ever get to play with my knives is when I'm at work in my shop. 
Um, and yeah. I'm helping them and stuff like that. Uh, I get to open packages and maybe I'll walk around the neighborhood if I'm buying a sandwich somewhere or <laughs> I'll, ha I'll have it on the pocket clip, but that's the only time. Anywhere else, uh, when people ask me, you know, hey, I'm going to New York City, what can I carry? And I'm like, carry at your own risk. Because it's literally <laughs> up, to the, or up to the officer or officers to decide if you are a threat or not. If they think you are, you're screwed. Whether you have a three inch blade length or not, man. Even if you have like a Leatherman, they could deem you dangerous. So it's really, I always oh, say carry discreetly and only use your knives in places where you trust people and people trust you. That's the only, that, the only yeah. That sucks. It sucks really so sucks, bad. Man. It sucks so bad. Because can you imagine the kind of videos and content I could make with the New York City backdrop and the gritty streets and I wish that I could, but I, I'm that not even gonna awesome. try it, man. I'm not even gonna no, try no. it. Yeah. No, it's 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 ridiculous and, and those kind of uh those type of laws are just absurd, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the the statistics on on murders with uh with blade related weapons uh, fall into uh, fall into kitchen knives. Kitchen yeah. knives are the the weapons yeah used yeah. mostly for in, yeah. in murder cases and <laughs> you know it's, it's yeah yeah no i i definitely get it man you know let me ask you this what uh what got you started in youtube like what made you what prompted you to start a youtube channel many things um first of all it was i thought um about uh here in mexico we're like 10 or 15 years behind you guys and I thought of sharing a, a little bit of my, of my small um, collection. And then I thought, hey, this might be a, a good way also to promote my straps. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I also thought um, that it's going to be a great way for me to practice my English because it, it's been uh, such a long time that uh, I have been in contact with uh, English speaking uh, people that I don't get to practice my English. And um, I used to have a, a pretty good level. Now, I don't. Um, it's pretty good. There are people that live here that aren't as good, trust me. <laughs> so, you know, of, of every ethnicity, like for real. So, you know, you know what's crazy is when I moved to America, I had an accent. I sounded like Manny Pacquiao, literally. <laughs> like That's what I sounded like. Through the years, it disappeared. You know, that's the thing that I found interesting about you uh, tonight, you know, while we were talking is you talked about um, studying languages, right? Yeah, modern languages. So me, um, I, 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 I wasn't really good. I, I was okay in school. I was the kind of student who could only show up for the exam and still be in like the 90th percentile. But yeah. I hated going to school. But I did love... Um, like learning about languages, not necessarily being in the class, but like what words meant. And I always found myself like almost like a chameleon. Like, like for example, if I'm watching a certain comedian that week, I'm watching a lot of their podcasts, I start sounding like them. If I'm watching a lot of Korean movies, I make all these Korean euphemisms and things like that. And um, I'm very good with accents. So like, I don't know if Maybe that was something I could have gotten into at the time. That's what I found that, interesting about what you said right now, because I'm like, oh, that's so cool that you got that, into that. That happens to me also um, with, with different uh, accents in, in Spanish. You know, uh, um, Ar Argentinians, 
mm-hmm. speak very differently than Mexicans, mm-hmm. and, and they have a wonderful accent, the same as as uh, Chileans, people from Chile and, and Uruguay. Yep. And then you have Spanish, Spaniards, yep. uh, who have a, a, a wonderful accent as well. And, and then Brazilians speak Portuguese, and I think exactly. the language is, is it's so, I watch a lot of UFC, so I, I see these Brazilians talk all the time, and it's a very beautiful sounding language, you know what I mean? And I, yeah. It's all about rhythms, and, mm-hmm. and these uh, rhythm, rhythms uh, uh, are, are complex things, and, but mm-hmm. very wonderful things, and, and that's, you know, it, it interests me. Uh, so I ended up um, studying um, that uh, because of because of this interest, and you know I love I love anime. So, you do? No. Yeah, yeah, I love anime. What do you watch? <laughs> what do you what, what What do you What do you mean you do? Like I um, you watch any right now? Like have you wa- watched any recently? I mean, I'm I'm watching. Sao, uh, Sword oh, Art Online. Okay, I've watched that. I haven't watched the recent one, but I have definitely watched that. Yeah, it's it's the recent one, and then, yeah. and, I'm, and then I'm very excited that the 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 final um, arc on Bleach is gonna come come out. Oh, you have you you hold a very special place in my heart for saying that right now because <laughs> I cannot believe you just said that. I, I would expect this sort of thing from Cedric and Ada because he watches anime. Pete watches anime all the time. And so we'll chat a little bit. You know, we kind of have the same taste. But for you to say bleach, right, is, is crazy. Because well, I, why? I love that show so much. And it kind of fell off towards the end. Um, uh, I, I mean, I, we may lose some, some viewers right now, but like... <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> not a lot of people watch anime, but the, the, the Arankar, like Saga is some of the best like i love that whole arc where um you know i i I can't even get into it because i don't want to spoil it for people that may watch this because you know they do sometimes check it out but yeah i i love that man i actually uh kelly my fiance uh she's never watched anime before Uh uh-huh and i had to build her up to the point where she can watch like a shonen anime like bleach um because you know the really long ones right yeah, uh, we're, we're, she's actually watching Naruto for the first time right now, and uh-huh. she is like so into it. Like every time I come home, she's like, "Come on, one more episode, one more episode." Oh, I, I'm, I totally get it, man. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, and talk about movies uh, in anime. Yeah. There's just so much wonderful things out there. Yeah, uh, I love better. cinema from all, all, all the all over the world. I watch shows from all over the world. I watch movies from all over the world. Um, doesn't matter what language it is, as long as it's a good movie and I've got subtitles, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, you know, I, I grew up with uh, Saint Seiya mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. older, older yeah. anime. I know that. And well, I, I just I I enjoy it more than than because there's more to it, you know. Yes. Um, modern movies are just. Uh, they they don't have substance, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to ha- it's hard to find substance, and and that's that's one of the things about uh, my channel and and blades and mm-hmm. well about my life. Mm-hmm. I try to find substance in life and in people. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, for example, there is this trilogy movie. I I bet you have watched it. It's it's. Which one? Um, um, Rurouni Kenshin. 
Yeah, I've, I've watched, I think I've watched all three of them. Maybe I didn't watch the last one, but I've watched that entire anime series, the whole thing. I've watched it. Yeah. But one thing is the series, and, and another thing is the... Are you talking about the live action movie or the, the actual OVA? The live action movie is awesome. I yeah. loved it. You're talking about the but OVA the, when he was younger, that one, or? Yeah, the, oh. the, like, the true story, the, was it the yes. director's cut? I, I, yeah. I, don't, I think it was the director's cut. W was it when he was younger? He, Kenshin yeah. was younger and he was the Batosai, right? People I right guess. now are wondering what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but look, guys, I'm gonna tell you right now, take it from Professor EDC and me. <laughs> Check out Ruroni Kenshin or Samurai X, which is what it's known for in America. No. There are these three movies that explain how he got this X-shaped scar. On exactly. Some of the best, like, writing ever. <laughs> yeah, it's you know awesome. I mean? it's, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. If you like samurais, you know, they're fighting with all these bladed weapons and, you know, against all odds kind of stuff. And it's, it's just really cool, man. Um, you know, to get back onto the knife channel, uh, yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted. I, I tend to do that a lot when I'm enjoying myself in a podcast. That's um, all right. What, uh, so you started your channel in January, you said, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. When you started, uh, did you have the goal of doing a bilingual channel or that kind of just came about later? Because there's not really a lot of people doing that right now which is very interesting because I follow, I, I follow like, not, not trends, I don't wanna say that, but I follow um, the happenings, I guess, uh, of, uh -huh. of, of YouTubers of different spaces, right? Of, of like their rise, for example. And like, I know of people that started with one language and stuck to it and it is doing English now. And I, I find it kind of interesting um, you know, Slicey Dicey was the one that mentioned that you did that. You had like this yeah. bilingual, bilingual channel and I thought that was really awesome. Was that always a goal you had in mind or it just came about? It came about and it came about exactly because I, I wanted to, to practice my, my English. Mm -hmm. And I thought, like I mentioned in some of my videos, uh, there is, there's a lot of wonderful people doing reviews and I, I didn't feel like with the English level and, and the, the knowledge, you know, to to put, compete with Nick Shabazz. Yeah. So I had to do something different and mm -hmm. I wanted to do something different. Yes. And uh, that's where I, I came up with this uh, Blade Dolls of the series. And, and it, it came around the same time when I, when I decided to do this um, English uh, videos. Yeah. Because so you started in Spanish first? I started in Spanish first oh, and... Wow. Showing the collection and uh, trying trying to pass on pass on some knowledge, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are here. It's it's kind of natural because I'm a teacher and mm -hmm. and it just you know you, you gotta let it flow, let let yeah. knowledge flow and uh, and share it. Uh, yeah. If if we are if we are to get better in any sense as a as a race. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's through sharing knowledge and helping each other out, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's why I started the channel with, uh, I have uh, my collection and then I thought, hey, um, I have invested a lot of time studying 
um, Nick Shabazz, and I don't know if you know the, the channel um, Gideon's Tactical, I think it yes, is. Yes, Gideon's Tactical, uh, <laughs> Prepared Mind 101, all those exactly. guys, uh, Living Survival. Like, I, that's where I started. I was looking, I, I've, I've told this story before, I was looking for a bag, right? Uh -huh. um, and then I saw Prepared Mind 101, and he reviewed a Rapdom tactical bag, which I have to this day. I still use it. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was a $40 bag, and I'm like, I'm, he, he was like, you're not going to believe how good the material is. You know, it's not Y2K. Yeah, it's, it's not Y2K zippers, but it's just as good. And then I bought it, and that thing is still, like, solid right now. And, and, yeah. and then, I, then I saw like these guys are reviewing like folding knives. I'm like, what the hell? Then I got into it now. And you know, what really uh, solidified that I'm going to be in this hobby for a long time was I bought a fully anodized zero tolerance uh, 0456 from JD Cutlery, the Sinkovich. Uh -huh. And then I, after I flipped it one time, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get out of here. This is like, what's going to happen. I'm going <laughs> to, I can't wait to try the next one. You know, that's, that's the thing that keeps me going. Um, yeah, it's so funny. We came from like the same thing. When you, when you were watching Nick Shabazz, like how big was he? Because I discovered him. He wasn't even at 20,000 subs yet. He was still pretty, um, let me be 16,000, 14,000 subscribers. And around, I, yeah. it, was, it was around 14,000, 14, yeah. 14, 14, 14K. Yeah. yeah, it was around 14K that, that I started watching him. And uh, Dutch bushcraft knives as well. Yep, yep. Um, and well, you know, like I said, I started with with, with uh, fixed blades, right? Fixed blades, and I used these every day. And and this is the hook mm -hmm. for for my children, for yeah. my students. Mm -hmm. This was the hook to yeah. get them to start learning responsibility because wow. all of the all of them wanted to use my knives. <laughs> wow. So what would you teach them normally? Like, what's the first thing that you would teach a class? Well, it, it depends on the level of the class because each mm -hmm. class has a different level. Each mm -hmm. child has a different level. Yeah. Uh, but for example, pruning. Yeah. What's that? Pruning. When, when you go um, and uh, cut the tips of some plants. Yep. Or or um, cut, cut plants down so that they can grow stronger. Yeah. Um, or that, that goes to show how much I know because I thought it was when you stay in the bathtub or the pool for too long and you get like this. <laughs> I'm like, like, is it even like, don't stay in the water? You know? No, but you know, what's funny is my girlfriend is um, into succulents and she is into a lot of plants right now. She, she started a business during this. Yes, I've heard. And uh, man, like ex what you talked about right now, I feel like she would tell me tomorrow, like, hey, I cut the, he's like, I cut this, I made a cutting of this and I'm going to plant it in here. And I have like plant nurseries all around my apartment. The air has never been better. Like, you know what I mean? She's, she's pruning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so, so pruning is something that you teach them. Uh, what, how well, big is the class usually? Well, there are about uh, 20, 25 uh, children, and I start, them, I start them um, with, with bigger tools. I start them with machetes. What? <laughs> what do you have them do with the machete? A machete is easier to manipulate mm -hmm. in, in a reduced, um, with reduced conditions. 
Mm -hmm. And it's not as dangerous as a, as a knife mm -hmm. because knives are, are way um, sharper. Yeah. Okay. And, and the manipulation of a knife requires more control. The mm -hmm. manipulation of a machete, of, of uh, specific dimensions of machete, or an axe, they mm -hmm. can, since it's a, um, the movements are, are not as complicated, you know, they move slower. So they, they start learning how to uh, control their bodies and yeah. start the, the wrist yeah, has to get stronger yep. to use an axe, especially if you talk about, for example, third graders or fourth graders, and you put a, 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 an axe, a hatchet in their hands, mm -hmm. and it's, they're gonna go two, three strikes, and they're gonna get tired. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I start, we start then because I had this uh, business with, with my uh, best friend. Um, we start them with heavier, heavier tools and the top level would, we would teach them how to carve, whittle. Oh, okay. Yeah, how to make like objects, like spoons or something or, what, or something like that, right? Exactly. We would, wow, uh, so cool. Not, not this one, but we would, uh, we, each school, we had each school buy uh, a set of Mora knives. Mm -hmm. Mora, yeah, yeah, I've uh, heard of that company. For the use of the, of the children. Wow. Uh, did you ever have any accidents or anything like that? No. no. That's a good teacher right there. Because me, I've had accidents and I'm not even in a class. <laughs> So, um, I had, you know, I had an accident yesterday. I was, I was carrying, dude, I was, I was carrying this today, right? This is a Wii knife angst, Justin Lundquist design. And you have no idea how many times I've tried to open it the wrong way because there's two flipper tabs on it. Um, I didn't get hurt, but I mean, I could easily have hurt myself. Um, this is like, a, a part of the apex pass around group. You know, I don't know if you know this, but I haven't bought any knives really <laughs> because uh, like i don't i don't make a lot of yeah it's 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 only one uh one-sided uh -huh. I, I, I was scared for a second to touch it you know what I mean? <laughs> this is the side <laughs> but um yeah this thing is so light man I, I couldn't believe it um i've been posting about this a lot today because i'm just so amazed when i took it out of the box i was like is there anything in here you know what i mean when i had to unzip the yeah. pouch i was like wow this is so crazy that, um, that happened to me with the which one? Um, What's that? Oh, the uh, bu uh, bug out. Bug out. Yes, the it's only the bug out. Yeah. I I usually prefer heavier and uh, like tougher knives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw it. I saw <laughs> yep. it when you got it. Yeah, it's not mine. It, it's a friend of mine. Just left the EDC, <laughs> but very light knife. Very amazing. Yeah. One of my favorite benchmates, easily. This thing is amazing. I know a lot of people don't like it because they feel it's like weak or so. I'm used to so. uh, fixed blades. I'm, I'm used to heavier knives. Yeah. Um, I love this thing. I, this is one of the best things money can buy, I think. Is that the Doug Ritter? That, it's the, exactly. It's the from, Doug Ritter, Ritter RSK. From Hogue? Yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. I got to try that, that, the orange one. Very nice knife. Very nice. It's fantastic. It's mm -hmm. solid. It's uh, 20 CV. Mm -hmm. um, 
it feels the hand great. I have used it a lot, and uh, you know, I don't get any hot spots. Yeah. And, and it, you're actually you know, it like, like a commercial, but but you're actually using the knives in a lot of like for me as a city dweller, I don't use any. I don't use my knives for anything other than the enjoyment oh, of man. the enjoyment of flipping them and cutting cardboard and paper. That's the only thing that I use my knives for. And taking you know, pictures on Instagram. That's all I do. <laughs> you, you touched a point right now. I'm stuck in, in I've been going at this um, topic for about a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, studying it. And I'm, I'm talking to uh, Nick Shabazz and, and Steven from uh, Patty's Potatoes and Blade Banker. He's, yeah, he's a, Blade Banker. I'm going to ask him to come on. I'm gonna He's ask awesome. Him. I've ben, talked to him a few times. Very nice guy. Ben is awesome. Yeah, very nice. Very cool dude. So I'm talking to a few people. Um, also, Clint from Alchemy One. Okay. He's a, he's a very uh, knowledgeable guy and a, and a very – man, he's awesome. Yeah. He helped me get – he helped me get um, – because I had bad experiences with, with a lot of um, – people that were selling their striders. And, and I, yeah. I got a little bit of uh, racist comments. Really? From people. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, something, things, things like, what, what would a Mexican do with a strider? What? Yeah, yeah. You know what's and, crazy? Um, the thing and, that I was upset about today had to do with stereotype. And I was uh -huh. like, you know, here's the thing, right? Let me ask you this, right? I, we're going to finish your story, but I'm going to forget this point. It's like, if I joke around about something, about my own stereotype or my own race, I'm allowed to do that. But yeah. I, you are not allowed to do that, whether you're my best friend or you're someone I know, especially if you're not of the same ethnicity as me. I feel like there is that weird thing and that is what that that's what was bothering me today even though I knew this person ha only had you know positive positivity and love for me like I felt a little taken aback by this one joke that they made you know about me so you know I mean the racism thing dude uh I definitely see that a lot in the knife community it it, it kind of sucks but I I think it's more so along the lines of exposure to other cultures maybe or something like that like it's, it's it's a matter i think of ignorance um yeah if if you're a if you're a person who who uses uh, his or her brain um you're not going to go that way yeah simply because simply because you're smart yeah um to put down a person because of anything i mean um, th because there's also, also a lot of people that put down other people because they're, they are ignorant mm -hmm. and it being ignorant, it is not a sin because you can come out of ignorance. You can educate right. yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's a matter of wanting, you know, yeah. when I met, when I refer to ignorant people, I refer to people who want to stay ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in that sense, you know, I got some bad comments and, i can't you know, believe that happened man i'm sorry no, that happened to you brother uh, there, there was another Crazy. person we were we were i was this close to buying the strider yeah and when he when he learned that i was mexican yeah. he said i wouldn't sell shit to a mexican what yeah dude so, what um, the... <laughs> i mean really 
It's 2020, yeah. dude. But then again, um, this uh, from Alchemy One, yeah. Clint, Clint helped me get the Strider SMG. Wow. And he sent it uh, to me uh, with, and he didn't ask for anything, man. It was just a favor. Isn't it crazy when you come across people in the community that do that? You know, it's awesome. It's, it's insane. Like people, uh, you know, that follow me on, on YouTube or Instagram, like they reach out to, to people to become guests on the podcast. That's happened before. Like, I don't even uh, like, I, I am so scared to ask anyone to be on the show. I, I feel like this show is, is nothing. Right. And I love doing it, but I, I feel like I don't have the merit to ask a channel to be on my show. And, I, and my viewers will go and ask these people like, Hey, do, you should do Ray's podcast. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, it, it touches me, of course. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta believe more in yourself, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's a privilege for me to be on, on your channel yeah. and for you to be interviewing me. It, it's an honor. Uh, yeah. I do not believe in, 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 in this small channel, big channel thing. Yeah. Uh, it happens here in Mexico. Uh, mm -hmm. Big channels don't even take you into consideration. You don't yeah. exist. Or they tell mm -hmm. you, okay, we'll do something together when you are uh, yeah. 5K or 10K. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing, right? Which is like kind of like a secret goal of this channel is I know that ripples are happening just like in a pond when you throw a stone, right? You know, the whole metaphor, metaphorically, whatever, speaking. Um, I know that ripples are happening with this channel, right? Because, you know, I've had some pretty big guests on here. And, um, you know, a secret goal of the channel, like from my own personal thing is to like, to get big enough that one day no one can say no. You know what I mean? That like, uh, yeah. And, and not, that's not me being boastful or being pompous or anything. It's just that I, Joe Rogan is probably like the podcast I watch the most. Right. Uh -huh. And this guy was podcasting when hardly anyone was watching. And then years later, he is the biggest media powerhouse on earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, I know him. he's good. He's still the same dude. You know, it's crazy because he talks a lot about like Benchmade now because they, they Benchmade sends him stuff like cigar cutters and like knives. So uh -huh. every, time, every time I see that on his podcast, I, I clip it and I post it on my Instagram. Um, let's go back to you purchasing knives again. Uh, what troubles are you seeing when you want to order knives? Like what re are you ordering from U.S. retailers? Like how does that work with shipping? Yeah. I, I order uh, from DLT Trading. Uh, okay. It's basically the only company that's, and, and I think Knife Center. I'm, I'm about to try Knife Center. Mm -hmm. um, so no, no White Mountain Knives, no Smoky Mountain Knife Works? I think it was, I, I don't, um, the, the RSK, uh, the whole grader is, is an exclusive from, I don't know if it's Smoky Mountain or. Or White Mountain. Um, it's, it's one of those. Um, but anyways, they, uh, a year ago, they, they, they did ship it. Uh, and a few months ago, they shipped in Mexico. And then they, uh, I communicated with them and they said that they were going to uh, ship yeah. again to Mexico. Yeah. It's a big problem. It's a big problem because, uh, well, taxes. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can pay from 20% to 30 to 40% extra the price of a knife. 
Wow, that's so crazy. If, if, your, if your knife uh, costs $100, add to it just from taxes, yeah. $40 more, that's $140. <laughs> And then, and, you, and then you have to pay shipping because... Uh, yeah, the shipping is like 30 bucks again or something like that, right? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So you're paying $170 oh, for, man. for a $100 knife. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's really hard to get um, any good knives. I, yeah. I have been very, very lucky. Mm -hmm. I saved up from selling my straps and, and when, yeah. I had, when I had a job and all. And that's, that's how I got my my collection mm -hmm. uh, from basically last year yeah i know that knife which one is that again this is an socom yes socom okay yeah yeah okay and um i've i've been very lucky fortunate to last year i was able to make most of my my buys yeah in the last two years yeah so but now you're very just... difficult are you still purchasing knives now or you're kind of just going through the collection? No, right now I'm going through the collection and mm -hmm. um, let's see. This was a gift sent to me from the United States. Yep. This is a, a poker strike, I think it is. Yep. Who sent that? Like one of and, your viewers? Uh, it, it's, uh, oh my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> And he's he. I just met the guy in 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 Instagram. Yeah. Chris Smith. I I, I Christopher Smith. I think it is. Okay. And uh, he just sent it as a gift. Mm hmm So, you know that kind of generosity I have seen in the United States and going back and forth. You know, mm -hmm. Slicey Dicey got uh two two amazing, amazing um. Uh, Zabenzas. Yeah. When he was sick, uh, two subscribers yeah. just gave him. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Man. Yeah, my subs, man, uh, you know, like, I, it's crazy how people support <laughs> our channels and stuff like that. And uh, I, I'm overwhelmed sometimes, you know, like, I, if I, I don't know, I have, I, I'm weird. Like, it, it seems like I don't, but I do have a lot of self-doubt, you know. And, um, you know, if I have a tough day and then I come home and there's all these, like, messages and emails and maybe there's a package or two waiting at home and and this person writes a right. note that's that's the the wuhan bro that's covid no, i'm just kidding um <laughs> that's another thing actually right now uh i a, a fellow knife reviewer buddy of mine i'm not gonna say his name not slicey dicey another guy has covid right now and um he's recovering and I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna have him on uh, the podcast because I think that people need this firsthand, ex you know, information. Kyle so Lanthier. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> How do you know Tim? Because <laughs> uh, Kyle is also. Uh, I, yeah. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a sub, and, yeah. and we are friends. Yeah. He, he gave me a big, uh, uh, a beautiful shout out. Yeah. I think this is the most beautiful shout out I've I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He gave me a beautiful shout out um, yeah. some months ago. Yeah. And uh, I, I keep up, um, continue to to communicate with, with yeah. Kyle. He's yeah. an awesome guy. Yeah. Very he, honest. You uh, know how I found out? Um, he messaged me and he's in, the, he's in the Apex Pass Around group with me, right? 
he said, hey, buddy, I just want to let you know I tested positive for COVID and I'm about to send a knife to you. Do you want me to send it to you? I don't know what the deal is with the surface transfer and all that stuff. And then, you know, like, I honestly, with this disease, I feel like no one has any fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> like, not the world leaders, not the experts, not anybody. And, um, you know, I told him, I was like, listen, uh, you, should, you should skip me because my lung collapsed when I was 23 and I don't have insurance. Like, I can't risk, like, getting sick, right? But yeah. every, every couple of days, I'll message him and say, like, hey, bud, no need to reply to me. I don't want you to waste the energy, but I just want to make sure you're doing okay. Like, I'm sending you positive vibes. Like, I'll send a message like that. And, uh, yeah, really cool dude for him to even just, like, say that to me. Um, you know, I, I, a really awesome guy. But I, the reason why I have him on is, one, he has a, good, he has a pretty cool YouTube channel. And also, like, I think some people in the community are kind of like oblivious and think the disease is fake. Like, it's not <laughs> fake because people that we know are getting it and getting real sick. As, most most me, people me, don't feel anything, but it is real. <laughs> you know let me I mean? tell you, yeah, let me tell yeah. you one thing. Well, yeah. two things. Yep. Kyle is a very honest and very straightforward mm -hmm. and uh, a very caring human being yeah and uh, i i love his channel and what he did for me and uh, really hope he gets well me too um, me too man and on this covid matter from people that i've known um it's about 22 deaths yeah of COVID. you know that you know yeah wow i'm sorry to hear that man i'm sorry so, to hear that um, I'm coughing because my neighbor downstairs smokes and, and it's terrible. Oh, and you don't <laughs> smoke. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Anyway, uh, and here in Mexico, um, the thing is pretty bad because authorities cover up a lot of the information. Mm -hmm. So it's worse than it really is. Yeah. And, but, but it's, it's some, it's true, man. I mean, it's, it's something yeah. that is happening. Mm -hmm. And people, people are not caring about it, and they're doing mm -hmm. their uh, their weddings and parties, and yeah. restaurants are open again, and yeah. it's it's just uh, I don't know, man. I, I do. Here's the thing about it, right? Like being uh, a New York City, um, you know, I, I don't know what 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 I I live here. Basically, I was gonna say something weird, like I'm a New York City occupant. But that's not, yeah, I, I live here. And normally, you know, uh, people that live here tend to be more on the leftist progressive side, but I'm actually very centrist in nature, right? I, 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 I see the ramifications of the US being closed because I'm in New York City. There's a lot of poverty here, especially like where I work, where I live. Like, I'm not a rich guy. I live in the Bronx. When I go outside, people are like, yeah, I don't know, burning things in a barrel. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. but so I take the train um, and I've been taking the train all my life here, but I can just see like the consequences of people not being able to make money. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when, there, when there are, I, when I've been taking the train all my life here and um, when, a, you know, panhandling is when you ask for money on the train, right? Um, when, when it goes from like maybe one or two people a ride that are asking for money to eight to 10 people asking on a one hour ride, people are starving. Right. And this is like of all races, you know what I mean? 
Like yeah. I'm seeing every, every walk of life person asking for money. So I am on the side of, you know, be respectful. I wear a mask. I, you know, don't try to interact with people, but I do think something needs to happen because there are people that like are way worse uh, than how I'm doing right now, even though I'm not a rich guy and I'm not living in an upscale area or whatever. Dude, there are people like literally starving right now. You know well, what I mean? So it, it's, it's totally, I told, man, what can I say? Uh, I'm, I'm in a position right now. I've been unemployed since yeah. January, February, March, since yep. March. Mm -hmm. And I've been getting by uh, from um, my last paycheck and mm -hmm. which was in March. Yeah. And selling straps and selling some of my knives. Yeah. I might sell more of more of my collection. Yeah. And I do uh, gardening jobs whenever mm -hmm. I can. Yep. And but that's how I get by, you know. And mm -hmm. right now, if if I if I was totally honest, you know, I barely get by to pay the rent. Yeah. So and. That's not the worst, man. Because yeah. people, there are people that are doing much, much worse. Yeah. That, and 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 the governments, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. I, I don't want to yeah. go into politics a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not gonna do that. This is like a general cover of the topic. But you know? the thing is, people are hungry, man. And, yeah, dude. Yeah. And what real. what what we are seeing here, at least in in Mexico, is um, we're getting closer to a social collapse. Yeah. Um, than anything else, uh, wow. you talk about Vene you talk about Venezuela. Yeah, we're not, I was. We're not that far away. There was a guy speaking of Venezuela. I I do sell um, CBD. I have a CD CBD shop. Shout out to Ala CBD. Um, I had two people from Venezuela that were refugees, right? And uh, then uh, they were like, oh, you know, first of all, like I love accents. So like I could tell they were not from here and I was like, oh, where are you guys from? You know, and then the guy was like, oh, you know, I'm a refugee from Venezuela. Like and I'm like, oh, man, it sucks that you came here during this time, you know, with this COVID stuff. And he's like, bro, it's worse in Venezuela right now. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. They are they are hunting cats and hunting pe pigeons. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend uh, from another channel in, from mm -hmm. Venezuela. He's, yeah. he's a bushcrafter. Yep. And uh, you wouldn't believe what they're going through, man. Um, oh, man, that's crazy. And, but we, at the same time, we ain't that far from, from that. Yeah. You, know? you mean in Mexico? Uh, yeah, criminality uh, has gone up so much. Wow. Um, that you, you're not going to believe this. <coughs> Every day... Every day, yeah, I have to unplug the battery of my car, take it out, and wow. and I live in a third floor. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't run down. Yeah, yeah. So I oh, carry I the carry the battery of my car. Why? Because I had had five batteries stolen. <laughs> that's so crazy. That's like, I mean, that's like uh, in the Philippines, it's kind of like that, man. My brother is there right now. He's a, he's a director over there. He has a pretty big YouTube channel, actually, called Beyond Reviews. He got like 15,000 subs. He does tech. But he's a director, so he's got all the cinematic chops. You know uh -huh. what I mean? And he's got a team behind him. Really good channel. But yeah, he, you know, when I lived over there, same thing happened. 
I, you know, people would steal our radio. People like would steal stuff out of our Jeep, you know, because like we have open air Jeeps, you know what I mean? Not uh-huh. the hard top, you know, in, 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 in the Philippines, it's like that. But I know, th- I know all about that. You know, the, a crazy story that I've never told in the podcast was in the Philippines, it's very common to have like a, like a maid, right? Even though like you're a, what? a maid. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. because um, that's actually a pretty big profession in the Philippines. Even abroad, too. People leave the Philippines to become made somewhere else. You're in Mexico, so, too. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's something that we took from you guys or whatever, because, you know, we're, like, again, we're an amalgamation of cultures in the Philippines. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we um, had this one, um, uh, like, I don't know, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a male, so he's like a butler, right? I guess that's what they're called, yeah. you know? Um, but he's been in my family for a long time. His name is Manoy. And this girl, you know, they were so crafty. Okay. None of us were home. I was in school. My dad was at work. They go to our house, ring the doorbell. They speak my dialect, first of all, which is like in, in uh, Bicol, that's in Naga City. So that's like a different dialect than what you would speak in Manila, which is where we live. You speak Tagalog okay. in Manila. She was speaking our dialect. She was like, listen, I'm, uh, I'm Theo Boy's like niece. My dad's nickname is Boy. And then he was given the whole spiel like, oh, yeah, we're picking up the TV and all that. And he gave her the TV. And the funny thing is, as she was leaving, he runs outside and he goes, Miss, and he gives her the remote. <laughs> Dude. And I remember when we got home, I'm like, where's the TV? <laughs> and then, oh, my dad was so mad. But that's how clever they are, man. Like, they research you. They, they, they realize we spoke um, Bicolano and... Yo, he ran after her and gave her the remote. It's a story I've never told here, but it's just hilarious, man. You know, hey, when people are, you know, when people are hungry, they got nothing else. Like, you know, they'll do whatever. I, I, I was kind of like, whatever, you know, we'll buy a TV or something, you know. But that was a funny story from over there. But it's it's tough, man. I mean, like I told you, um, when 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 we have the the rural rural school. Mm-hmm. In a in a in a rural community, we also worked with the community, and and you see uh, with farmers, uh, yeah. when, when you see the the level of their poverty, it's it's totally different than what you can imagine. Yeah, and yeah. so it's 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 amazing um, because you can you can understand other people by knowing a little bit of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, when when these people they have uh, nine twelve children, yep, and um, they have to feed these twelve children, mm-hmm. and if they have a bad um, harvest, how do you say, uh, ha- a bad harvest, yep, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's a big problem of the of the cartels as well because yep, when when a leader comes talks to them and offers them a certain amount of money, yeah. uh, a, cer- a certain amount of seeds. Yeah. And they say, you have to plant these seeds. Yeah, you grow this motas, care. right? Grow the uh, motas, to, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take care of, of the mota. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm going to pay you this. And at the end, I'm going to pay you more. Very enticing. And, and when you have 12 children, 
-hmm. and and you don't you didn't make enough of from, from the harvest yeah. what are you going to do i mean yep. it's not an excuse but yeah. i i did get to understand a, a little bit better yeah. um people from from the rural communities yep. and um which is a different case in the cities but um the economy is so bad wow. that uh, <clears throat> there's there's no there are no jobs um, money is isn't flowing mm -hmm. and um, everything's stuck like we are at home yeah everything is stuck you know wow and we're getting closer to a social collapse yeah yeah it's it's a really wild thing man e even like when th this is why because I'm, I'm on twitter all the time right and and twitter is basically you know it's like woke central i don't know if you know like the term woke right no. do you know that so no. that's kind of like a person that is virtue signaling a lot like they're trying to they're trying to be virtuous and promoting this on social media do you okay understand? yeah so there's a lot of that going on in in um in, in on twitter and you know people are like oh america is this terrible we have this dictator president or whatever you know say say what you want about america and what we're going through right now i would rather live here than literally anywhere else because i came from a third world country oh. I, ha I, I have family members that don't have cement as a floor they have literal ground in their living room like i, I have totally, yeah so i when i when i when i hear when i read this stuff i'm like you guys have no idea how good you have it here yeah like, you have no idea like and it's I, so much worse, like everywhere yeah. else, you know. <laughs> I, I'm, I, my nie my niece is here right now from the Philippines. She's just grad. She's a, a freshman in college. She's 18 years old, and she was like, she she was looking at her phone. She's like, "Oh my God, Dito, you have internet everywhere." I'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah, everywhere. <laughs> and she she just loves it, man. You know, this is her first time in America. It's just crazy. How how. No, no. Yeah, these comforts that we have here is crazy. And people just take it for granted. They think like it can be so much worse. Exactly. It yeah. can always be worse. And that's, yeah. that's something that I, I have also seen in the, in the knife community when there's a lot of people that, um, how do you say, um, that, that bitch about yeah. um, or complain. Complain yeah. is a better word. Okay, Let, let's be civil about it. They complain yeah. about it. <laughs> okay. that, com that complain about, they are extremely picky. Yeah. When you have such a wonderful blade. Is that the rat two? Exactly, the rat one. Rat one, I, I have the two. The rat one is good too though. Yeah. I, you know, I think this knife is the, the goat of budget knives. Yes, I'm glad you use that terminology. You're much cooler to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay no i agree with you that is one of the best introductory knives period if you could make a, 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 a suggestion to someone that's new yeah. get a rat one or two and you're gonna love it you're gonna notice give them a shitty knife and then give them a rat one or two and they're gonna be like wow this one is so much better it's not that much more money but you can tell that much more care was put into this one yeah mm -hmm. and then um but there we have come to, to a level of peakiness, mm -hmm. you know, that um, we, we can uh, 
throw away to the trash mm-hmm. a knife that is something like this yeah. or a or a ganso yeah, or yeah. because because it's not um, an american made knife or because it's not an american made knife because it, it's not a spider co because it's not a yeah. sabenza what is um, that which one is that the 31 oh sabenza yeah yeah i've i've only tried the 21 and the Inkosi is the only one I've tried. Small. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the same thing with steels, you know, yeah. this, this level of, and I understand because yeah. I use them. Um, yep. One of the things that you mentioned mm-hmm. um, that I, I do use my knives. Mm-hmm. Um, I use them a lot more with, when it's my job, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm always using them. I'm um, doing gardening jobs and stuff like that. Um, to test knives, I, mm-hmm. when I go to, to the supermarket, I always yeah. um, tell the, the butcher to give me the whole piece of meat. So you could... <laughs> and, then, and then I clean it and yeah. uh, I slice it. To, Do you ever to put test. that on the channel? No, no, not yet. You should. I will. I will. You know, you know who does that? Uh, Jimmy Slash. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah. From yeah, he you, cut. I, I heard from uh, Jimmy Slash from your channel. Really? Yeah, he cuts yeah. the brisket, man, with like a bunch of stuff. Like he'll take like a like a cleaver and like just start cutting brisket. And he's such a jolly guy. I love him, man. He's so cool. But yeah, he he was the one that like I was like, man, this guy's cutting a lot of meat. Like <laughs> he's got like ribs. <laughs> awesome, you know. But yeah, that's, that's an interesting thing. So- thing. To be, to be able, um, one of the things that exasperates me about the collection is not being able to use my knives mm-hmm. because I'm a user. Um, yeah, yeah. And just seeing them there accumulate dust, that, that yep. doesn't go with me. Um, yeah. And I respect the people that, that have their wonderful, gorgeous, and extensive collections like yeah. Blade Banker. Blade Banker has over 600 yeah, knives. Yeah, he's got some really expensive stuff. And he's got crazy and beautiful uh, yeah. beautiful knives like Casey Gray. Those yeah. are my favorite so far. Yeah. Um, the cr- Casey, Casey Gray knives, have you seen them? I have not, I think. Oh my God. Them, but I should check it out. I should check out they Blade are, Banker's channel before I am. They are beautiful. Them. Yeah. And, um, but anyways, it's, it, it kind of bothers me that the, the terminology, this is a tool. Yeah. And yeah. I love this as a tool, yep. but it bothers me that the term pocket jewelry. Pocket jewelry. Yeah. Okay. I yep. don't like that. Yeah. I want to use all my stuff, man. I think that's what has limited me to not buying a lot of a lot more expensive knives past $200 because one I don't have $200. I'm not that kind of Asian. So I'm not rich at all. <laughs> right? Uh and if I did have a little bit more cash flow maybe I would be more lenient. Um like for example, I had an artisan cutlery Centauri sent in to me from my pass around group and it was the prettiest knife I've seen all year, man. But if I owned this thing, I mean, when I had it with me, I, I literally just cut cardboard, I cut paper. I was so delicate with it, too. I was like, <laughs> you know, the, the, the Damascus, I was like, don't fuck it up because I have to send it to the next person. Right. <laughs> I'm like, OK. And um, man, like I, I, I just. Uh, I, I want to 
use knives at a higher quality. Like I, I'm trying to get into that sort of $400 plus price point because I want to know what the next level feels like and what that, what uh, I will use those knives for in, in my daily like city living, right? Which is pretty, basically the same thing. I'm just uh, going to be more careful with it. But that's kind of like where I'm at in my knife journey right now. Um, I like getting a hold of the budget stuff too, just so I can like talk about it on the channel. I, I, I just love checking knives out in general, man. I still yeah, haven't yeah. gotten past that, but I, 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 I gotten a taste of what that sort of $400 price point feels like. And I want to try more of them, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I was talking exactly about this with Patty because I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do another tag video. Mm -hmm. And we kind of compared ideas, and and uh, uh, it, it's how can I say it? Um, we found out that the the best range of um, prices is between one hundred and fifty and two hundred and fifty dollars around there. I agree uh, with you on that. Around that ballpark, because. Mm -hmm. Um, and this, uh, Nick Shabazz spoke about this in, in uh, many of his videos. Yes. Uh, Finishing uh, returns. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Some two years ago. And these videos are fantastic. Everyone yep. should watch them. Yep. So, so you, you remember that curve mm -hmm. um, when comparing cost, uh, I mean, price and quality and how when you go up, uh, in the in the range of price, the difference between quality and and the price it it shortens. So there is a bigger difference when you when you have a a less expensive knife and you see the quality in it. Yeah. I am still um, I am still wondering. This is something. Um, I still haven't gone through the honeymoon phase because in this case, there was no honeymoon. Yeah. But with the Sabenza, mm -hmm. you think about um, around $620 to get it here. Wow, that's how much you paid? And uh, is it worth it? Is it worth it? I mean... The quality, the quality is there. Yeah, of course. That's how I. The do. materials, the materials are there. Um, the design is there. I'm not saying this is a bad knife at all. I, I and and I'm loving it, but it's difficult. I have to try to be objective. Yeah. To pay that much for a tool. Yeah. When. If I'm if I'm honest and I'm going to use this like I use my other blades, um, if I am doing a gardening job, I'm going to stick this into the ground yeah. to cut to cut uh, bamboo roots, yeah. <laughs> and it has to cut them, it right? It will. It probably will. and it probably will get some nicks and scratches on that. But is it worth six hundred dollars when? when this one can do the same yeah for a third of the price yeah it's it's tough it's tough man you know i i had a guy that i had on the podcast before i don't think i aired i aired those but um 
Yeah, man, that's that's that white privilege, dude. <laughs> to get like that much money, I couldn't imagine like paying what you paid for the Sabenza. I, I I would, you know what? That's a lie because the most expensive knife I have in my collection is the Sandrin Knives Clemente. If you haven't watched that video and you want to have a good cry, you should watch it. That's about that's when I met Patty. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, I made a video about this and it was like around the time my, my father died. His name is Clemente. And uh-huh. I, was, I was in my, that beginning of your knife journey when you want to just have every knife that you come across, you know? And I was like, oh shit, this company uses tungsten carbide blades. Uh-huh. And this is the first tungsten carbide folding knife in the world. $995. Whoa. I, I Whoa. saved up money. I've never spent even close that money ever again. And I bought it. I think I got like number, I don't know, 60 something out of a hundred or something like that. Like, you know, it's limited, limited, um, limited batch run. And uh, I used the crap out of it, you know, but mainly because I was like, if my dad was, you know, if this is, if this knife is in any way tied to my dad, like he would want me to use it. So I have scratches on it. I lost the screw, like, you know, and, and I use the crap out of it. But I think now if I were to buy a Sabenza or even like a, a Hinderer or a Strider and I'm paying like four or 500 bucks, I don't necessarily know if I would do to it, um, if I would do to those knives what I did to the Clemente. You know what I mean? I'm just not sure I would now. It's, it's, um, it's just a lot of consumism and mindless consumism, I think. Yeah. And uh, it, it's... It's a complicated thing because you talk, you're, you have to talk about psychology, you, you have to talk about uh, consumism, mm-hmm. and um, you know, as a reviewer, I, I do have to, I came with peace with myself yeah. when I found out, okay, you have to think about that um, you're a reviewer as well. So yeah. you need a certain amount of knives in your collection so you can compare. Yep. And as a reviewer, I, I wanted, since the beginning, I wanted the the sacred trinity. Yeah, Hinderer, Sabenza, and Strider, right? Um, you, have, you have all of them. I have all of them. It oh, took me. Oh man! It took me two years to yeah. to do this. Yeah. And um, so I came. I came with peace in that sense. Um, as a personal collection, my magic number is thirteen. So yeah. if ever. Um, I, my channel, um, ends or whatever, um, I will look for, uh, to, to keep only 13 knives. That, that would be the, the top. Some would say that's an unlucky number. Ah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Jason Voorhees from the movies thinks that it's unlucky, man. (laughs) We, We would, we would have to go into a Kabbalistic Mm-hmm. Um, conversation here mm-hmm. um, and numerology yeah. because number number thirteen is more magical than it's not. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So go on. You would pick thirteen knives because because that's that's a a good number for me, mm-hmm. and I don't need any more. I mean, thirteen is more than enough. Yeah. Three. I mean, it, yeah. Three knives are, are are all you need for the rest yep. of your life. Mm-hmm. When you think about, um, 
I'm going on ahead from episodes I have planned already. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry, it's man. Okay, man. No, you know what? Here, let me let me touch on that a little bit. Repetition is okay, especially if it's on a podcast. I've like, I've like told the same story so many times, and and all the big pros do the same thing, because not the same people are going to be watching you at that time. You know uh, what I mean? So you want to spread that story to as many people as you can and the people that actually have heard it before that are back again they're not going to mind hearing it well let's yeah. hope so but <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter yeah anyways um when you have uh, when you have I'll t i take this because i don't have a buck uh yeah. right now yep oh I, is that a case knife it, it's a gek oh gek okay it's a Great Eastern Cutlery. Oh, wow. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's the better kind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. I have yeah. recently fallen in love with traditionals. Yep. And, um, but you have these old type knives, like the Buck 110. Yep. And they are so, so popular and so famous, like grandpa knives. Mm -hmm. And they don't have any super steels yeah they don't have any super constructions yeah and how many generations have they lasted yeah are they good knives or not yes i've never had one in hand so i don't know but a lot of youtubers have dove into this topic before i i've i've i had one and totally destroyed mine yeah <laughs> And, uh, and and I ended up lost, losting it, yeah. losing it, yep. lost, lose, losing it. Losing you got it. it. You got it. <laughs> and uh, so so it, it really gets gets me thinking. Um, you know, I appreciate uh, a good construction, and and I appreciate quality and upgrading and evolution because yeah. it, it touches it touches on many things. Um, but how much is enough? You know. Yeah. And a lot of people, because these, I, I have asked in, in forums, I have at, asked this question, mm -hmm. trying to, to get information mm -hmm. and see what people think. And they always get kind of angry because, well, that's why I, I, I work so hard so I can spend my money like that. Yeah. And, uh, okay. I mean, it's valid. You yeah. Know? I mean, you know, I, I asked this on another podcast, like, do you think that, I think the knife junkie did a did an episode on this actually. It, I was there. That that's the one. Is it blatant materialism? Like I was there. Were you? I didn't. I didn't listen to that when I saw the headline, and I was like, "That's got to be a dope topic. I have to save that and then listen to it." Um, you know, in a way, it is kind of right. Instead of watches or cars or you know whatever it is, we just like to buy knives. I mean, part of being a knife guy today is like being on Instagram, taking a nice shot of your thing. And then people are, you know, oh, man, I want that. Like, how is it? That kind of interaction but, is part of the whole thing. But when when does it stop, Ray? Yeah. I mean, the thing I, is, you know, what's crazy is I kind of stopped because I realized that I can't afford to buy anything. Like, me I neither. literally can't afford to buy anything. I could pay my rent. I make sure I could pay my rent. I make sure I could buy food and I make sure I have transportation money. And, and, and I am lucky to save any money at all living exactly. in right now. 
And I'm, I'm annoyed, but New York City is expensive, man, you know? Um, I'm, I'm glad I, I made the investment last year, mm -hmm. uh, in the, well, in the last years, because now I, I am selling uh, some of them yeah. in order to, to put food on my table. Yeah. And that's good, you know? Yeah, if you got to sell it and, you know, you, you're going to get, you know, the, whatever the next, the next uh, bill you got to pay, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I'm not, it, it's not something um, joyous, you know? It, yeah. it's not, I'm not happy, but mm -hmm. it, it's, it's just that. And, mm -hmm. and I can go on and, and, and pay my rent and put food on my table. Yeah. And it's, well, that was a good decision. But yeah. um, in, in matters of, of being in, in the search of happiness, yeah. because I, 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 I'm with this topic all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I study- Search of happiness? Yes, I, I, I have been studying Buddhism for about 16 years. Yeah. You know what's crazy is I always say this, and I got this from Gary V, but I kind of like changed the wording around a little bit. Um, kindness is my religion. Happiness is my currency. It's kind of like how uh, I, like I don't have a lot of money, but I can tell you this. I have, I have friends that are making $300,000 a year right now, and I'm way happier than them. You know what I, I mean? understand. I just, I don't have a lot. Uh, I don't need a lot, but I am like super happy most of the time. I wake up, I feel good. You know what I mean? And uh, that's that's the thing about humans, you know, uh, reaching that that level of content, well, uh, appreciating and being happy with what you have. Yeah, and that's that's something even in marriages it, it that has been lost, you know, mm -hmm. because you're not happy with what you have with the wife you have. And you go on and change wives. And uh, it's, it's just this, um, the times that we are living are complicated. Yeah. And if we, don't, if we don't think a little bit more and, and scratch the surface, uh, we are just uh, absorbed like by the wave uh, when, when you're swimming in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of swimming in the ocean, man. I watched Jaws too early. And I've used that line on this podcast many times. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of the ocean, but I'm fascinated by it. But yeah, go on with the swimming in the ocean. We, we are getting engulfed. And I think exactly. it, yeah. when, the, when the wave falls on you and it, it engulfs you and it just, um, you go under the wave and, and um, you roll in, in the underwater. Yeah, yep. You know, so uh, I'm gonna go a little bit boring right now. Yeah. Nietzsche spoke about this, about mm -hmm. the, the superhuman and, and mm -hmm. the, the, the herd. Yeah. And- um, Not boring I, at I all, have, by the way. I have always been interested in that since mm -hmm. I was a teenager. Yeah. And, and I, I started a path, a spiritual path uh, there like many other people, mm -hmm. and um, it has led me to to wonderful wonderful insights. But the one thing that uh, I, I get uh, from all of this is um, well, there are many things, but to be your own person and to think more than the majority. If you yeah. if you think more than the majority, because the majority is um, I, I'm, I don't want to be rude. Yeah. But if you see, at least in Mexico. Yeah. If you see YouTube in Mexico and, yeah. and the, the YouTubers, the really, really big YouTubers. Yeah. 
Their content is shit. Yeah. Wow. It's, it, it's just, it's, it's just a, a ignorance to its fullest. Wow. And it, it gives you nothing as a human being. It just distracts you. It just yeah. makes, you, makes you focus on fun and sex. There's yeah. nothing wrong with fun and sex. Yeah. Um, but when, when your life is focused on that yeah. and on mindless, mindless activities, mm-hmm. all of these activities are wonderful. But when you make them mindless, mm-hmm. you know, then we become just animals. Yeah. And when you see YouTube here in Mexico, at least, and you see the very popular, very, um, I don't know, uh, have uh, 3 million subscribers, uh, 1.5 million subscribers. And their content, what is their content? Gossip, Mm -hmm. starting fights. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's pretty very- much like what's going on here. Um, although there are a lot of talented uh, content creators on YouTube in America, uh-huh. you know, a lot of the top people, there are a lot of people that do that same thing that you're talking about right now. You uh-huh. know, um, y- you know that, that's, that's, you know, what's crazy, brother. We've already talked for almost an hour and 30 minutes. I don't care because this <gasps> is going really well, but um, yeah, to go back to what you're talking about, like, when I look at knife YouTube, right? I watch so much YouTube and it's not even knife people most of the time. You know, when my buddies show up on my feed or my ti- or whatever it's called, timeline feed, whatever it is, yeah. I'll watch it just to give them props, to encourage them because they're my friends. I thumbs up. I, I do what I can. But most of the time I'm watching like other stuff, you know? And uh, when I discover... Like I, I've, I've discovered a few people that are doing content so far beyond the scope of what the community is seeing right now. Like that guy uh, I sent you, I don't even know if you watched any of his stuff or not. I sent you a link. Yeah, that guy, you're, you're going to be, first of all, the guy is like an Emmy award winning uh, motion graphics artist. Uh-huh. That happens to be an EDC lover. Uh-huh. Not a big channel, under 500 subs. He's got like three something. I, did, I found him and I was like, bro, I'm going to have you on my podcast this week. Because I was so excited to get this you know, new, like fresh blood into the community, right? Because yeah. I, I love creativity. That's why my favorite people uh, to watch is Cedric and Ada. Yeah. Advanced Me Knife too. Bro. Advanced Knife Bro. Yeah. You know, just really good... Um, cinematic sketch comedy kind of stuff is what I love to watch in knife YouTube. And uh, the guy that I sent you just does motion graphics work that is just beyond anything you'll ever see. It's like watching the news with stuff happening. And then he's talking about like, you know, like a, I don't know, like, um, like a wee knife, like angst or something, you know, like, yeah. and you'll just be talking about it and then some fi- fancy stuff will happen. And it's just a new, like fresh take on what we are doing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's really what excites me, man. Um, I really like that. You know, before we start closing out, I'm going to answer some of the questions that you had for me, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I think it will help a lot of people 
to those of you who have survived the onslaught of this great conversation that I've enjoyed, right? Me too. Um, Professor EDC's uh, questions was how, you know, could you improve the quality of your channel, right? You were yeah. talking about like what phone you should get. Um, uh, you have a Huawei right now. Pretty good company, by the way. I like Huawei phones. I'm using a Note 10 Plus. Um, you can get pretty good quality in any of those companies, whether it's iPhone or uh, Samsung. Um, you just let me know which, which, com which uh, model you're thinking about getting. Um, and I, I'll, the app that I use to shoot video, right, when I'm shooting a review, like an actual review, not the triple camera. Okay. Yeah, the triple camera, I actually just use the app that is installed on the phone. I don't use a separate app. When I shoot my reviews to get a more cinematic look, I use Filmic Pro. All right. Uh, um, yeah, you could, you could write that. <laughs> it's F-I-L-M-I-C Pro. Uh, you pay for it only one time. I believe it's, I'm pretty sure it's $4.99. I'm almost certain that that's how much it is. And you pay for it one time. You have unlimited upgrades for a lifetime. And I can show you how to use it. Um, I use an app called KineMaster. It's kind of like, uh, it's uh, spelled K-I-N-E-M-A-S-T-E-R. That is the app that I use to edit all my videos, including this podcast. I'm going to take the file from the tablet that I'm using to film this, put it into my phone, and I will edit it there. Uh, I can show you how to use it. It's very easy. It's all drag and drop. If you know how to use a Windows computer, you'll be able to use this. Uh, Neves Knives uses the same program. Um, What's the program again? KineMaster. It's K-I-N-E. M-A-S-T-E-R, Kind Master. Kind Master, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I use. It's available on, on iOS or Android. So whichever one you're going to think about getting. And uh, I just have one of these, man. Look, look at this. I don't even use a tripod most of the time. I have this, which holds my phone. And then I have this arm thing, which is about $20. And then I, and it comes with a little clip. You, you grip it on to any door and the best way to get a nice angle. If you're doing a review and you're, you're using multiple angles, they don't have to be perfect shots. When you have different angles of a knife instead of a static one, you're yeah. tricking the viewer mentally that they are watching something new. I'm actually, I have known nothing about cinematography, but I know that, if I'm talking about the pocket clip, I'm going to shoot just the clip while I talk about it. Then when uh -huh. I'm going to, if I'm going to talk about the blade, right, I'm going to use a different angle to show that blade. That way the person is thinking they're seeing something fresh. That's a trick used in cinema all the time. And that's how you upgrade it. And also what you did tonight, which is this front facing camera to, you know, you're talking first. A nice yeah. little introduction. I, I, I don't necessarily think you have to be in front of the video the whole time, but a nice introduction to say, you know, hey guys, I'm going to be talking about uh, the best act Barracuda today. That's enough. And then just yeah, go into I, it. Yeah, that's I, enough, I only, man. I, I only focused on the hands because the, mm -hmm. the objective was the, uh, mm -hmm. the knife, not the yeah. person. 
Yeah. And, um, I'm going to spice it up a bit yeah. because I want, I want to take some shots mm -hmm. out in a park and do uh, use knives uh, out in the park, mm -hmm. in the outdoors, yeah. um, showing, um, cutting some wood and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to Dude, you know, show if you my, did that, is, that would take it up a notch by a this lot. This is the second, the second time I show my face. Yeah. <laughs> you did it on the knife junkie. How did you do there? I, I, I did it. Uh, it you, was did, fun. You do, did you do okay? Like, were you nervous? I mean, I was very nervous because uh, there's, there's, uh, well, there's Bob and, and I was with Ryan with Spirited Blades. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I, the topic was very good. And that's what got me. Um, yeah, very, it was about the materialism good. thing. Exactly. Oh, that's so good, man. That's why it got that's me so interested. And, and I, and I yeah. decided to do it, you know? Yeah, Bob is such a good guy, man. He had me on there. And I feel so welcome. I, I actually um, encourage people in Knife YouTube to start their own podcast so that we could be a guest on each other's podcast and have this podcast network grow. That would be um, wonderful. I, Carlos EDC just started one. And I said, listen, buddy, I will be a guest whenever you need. Um, he, he guested on my podcast. Um, Patty has one. I'll probably be a guest on his, see if he wants to do this. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's another tool, long form video content that is kind of unexplored aside from the knife junkie in, in knife you know YouTube it's, right now. It's, it's awesome because um, I found out with, with this tag I, I launched mm -hmm. um, that um, what knife defines you the most. Yeah. Oh, I should have, I should join that tag. And <laughs> I tagged you. I tagged you. I know. I know. I'm terrible. Look, listen, I'm terrible with it. Oh, that's be oh, oh man. No, no. You know, you know why it, it's like, it's so hard for me. Because look, let me just give you a perfect example of how my day went today. I wake up at I woke up at seven. I work out for an hour, right? And then I go to work for for from twelve to eight. And the whole time I'm at work, I'm editing a podcast. I was editing my uh, Patreon episode, and I have to splice clips into it that Kelly and I are watching on camera that we're reacting to so the audience can enjoy it with us. Kind of like an America's Funniest Home Videos kind of thing. Um, and, and it takes time. I'm doing it with my thumbs on my phone, you know? So the, the editing, it, it definitely takes a lot of time. I've released a video almost every single day for this week. And I edit it that day. It's, I have so many videos shot already, which is a good thing. Shooting videos ahead of time. And then just having it yeah. to release yeah. is good. But I edit mine. That's the difference with me is that I don't just put it out. I have to put the cameras together. I have to sync the audio. I have to make sure my lips are moving at the same time. Like the knife sounds are at the same time because I'm only, <laughs> using, I'm only using the audio recorded from this mic for all three videos. There's a lot of moving no, parts. It's, it's, yeah. tougher, it's tougher than, than people think, you know, it, 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 yeah. it really is. And I'm doing it on my phone, which is the crazy thing. When I, there, there is a couple of knife YouTubers or EDC YouTubers that um, edit their stuff, but they edit it on a computer. So uh -huh. they have a lot more uh, uh, freedom, right? Uh, the, the last thing that I want to say about uh, upgrading your, your channel content is just keep doing it, man. 
That's it. The more you do it, the better you're going to get. Um, you were talking about how you wanted the focus to be more about the knives than your, your personality. If you think about my channel, it's all about my personality and not the knives, really. So there's no wrong or right yeah. way to do it. Just keep doing it. If you keep doing it for a year, for two years, for three years, you're going to be amazing at it. You're going to find your own niche, your own groove, and then you're going to be able to do that, man. You know? That's it. That's my best advice to you. If you, if you need me to give you a list of the stuff that we talked about, I will. Um, and I oh, just want to, yeah, I just want to thank you, dude, because this was a really eye-opening, eye-opening conversation and a very good conversation. Actually, I wasn't sure how this was going to go. Like I said, in the morning, yeah. if, if you would have asked me to be on the show, I wouldn't have liked it. But the fact that you didn't, I was like, I'm going to have him on the show because of this. You, you had such an innocent like question for me. I yeah. really thought it was like, Hey man, uh, can you do me a favor? Like, can I be on an episode? Uh -huh. but instead you were, I love answering the questions that you asked me. You know what I mean? So dude, thank you so much, man. This was such a great experience. Uh, thank you. Uh, it, it's an honor for me. And um, I just want to say a couple of things. Yeah. If you, um, sure. The first, uh, I am I am the sum of many wonderful people, mm -hmm. and uh, and those people I, I would like to thank a few. Um, if if they watch, I, I hope they watch because yeah, your, cha your channel is awesome. Oh, thank you. But, but and I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, Nick Shabazz, Slicey Dicey, Metal Complex. Uh, yeah. Pete from Cedric Canada, uh, just a whole bunch of people that I have uh, followed and learned yeah. from. Um, uh, the this guy you mentioned, I, I have uh, some memory things that uh, um, Alchemy One, Blade Banker, Alchemy One, yeah. Alchemy One, Blade Kyle Banker, J. Kyle, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the Knife Bro. What what's his name? The Advanced Knife Bro. Advanced Knife Bro. Dude, he um, makes me crack up so much, man. I love him. So many other people that from smaller channels that that have uh, left me some some great comments and and that they they didn't believe that I watched their channel because they had seven or eight subs. Yeah. And it's it's no difference if if you have a uh, hundred thousand or if you have one sub. Yeah. But your content your content is good. Yeah. then I'm going to watch it. So yeah. I want to thank all the people that, that I have learned from. Uh, Kyle Lanfear as well. Yep. And uh, and I'm learning from you, uh, Ray. Thanks, so man. It, I think um, let, keeping an open mind and, and not believing that we have arrived to the climax of, mm -hmm. of knowledge or of anything yeah. yep. um, and just being open to, to learn because... Uh, the moment we stop learning, it's the moment we die. Yeah, not good. Not good. <laughs> so, and I, I, I really want to thank you for for having me. Uh, it's been fun. Um, yeah. And um, I'm not a, a a person that has a lot of friends. Yeah. Uh, and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very introverted guy, believe it or not, man. I'm very introverted. I. I most of the, my interaction with people comes from this podcast and 
the DMs and comments and emails that I get on Instagram or YouTube or whatever. Um, you're welcome on the show anytime, by the way, if you have any special project that you're doing or if you just want me to plug something. Also, um, when you were talking about knife sales, if there's any way that I can help, Thank if you, you want to sell something, um, you know, you need some cash and whatever, and I could help promote it. And it's like some really cool knife. Just let me know. I'll, I'll plug it in a video or a podcast just to help you out. Um, and, you know, I want, I want you to tell the people where they can find you. You are on YouTube and Instagram, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm in, in YouTube as uh, Professor EDC with one S because it's in Spanish. Yeah. Professor EDC. Professor EDC, okay. Uh -huh. Professor EDC and yeah. in Instagram as well, Professor EDC. And you can find me in, in uh, Facebook yeah. under uh, my real name is Israel Ducois. Okay, cool, cool. So it's, you're going to have to send me that and then I'm going to put the font in the Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Bro, it has been a pleasure, man. Um, like I said, you're welcome here anytime. And Thank uh, you, just man. let me know what you need from me, man. And you got it. This oh. is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP saying peace. And glad to have a new friend in you. Thank you, oh, Ray. Oh, man, awesome. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.